Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To all old and new subscribers, you're very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or along the bottom row and adjust your settings by choosing advanced or higher quality and bump the video up to the highest available resolution for your device. I am continuing with the Sin series. If you're new to this channel, the Sin series is the third series that I've done after the Russia and China series and after the Americas series. This channel is a channel that is dedicated to bringing forth the prophetic words of the Lord Jesus Christ as they have been given to me, an end times messenger of the Lord. My name is Celestial and my work here on the Master's Voice is to make the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ known and clearly understood primarily to the people of the United States and then to the rest of the world, the Lord's church and anyone else who may find this content. God is definitely not silent in these end times. The Lord has a lot to say. And so as I'm continuing in the sin series, what I'm looking at is not only the particular sins that the Lord says America is guilty of, but God occasionally widens the net to capture other guilty fish. I've been covering different things that America is guilty of. And now today I will look at the particularly distressing image and the particularly distra distressing question of child sexual abuse. Child sexual abuse is not new to us. In fact, this is something that was uh, quite a bit of a furor, I think, in 2020. Quite a few scandals that broke, uh, I think, including the Epstein scandal. But the, the angle that the Lord is bringing is pretty much exposing what goes on in the background. So there's things that go on in the background that most people don't know about. Most people in the United States have a certain view of America, and it's very hard to shift them from that view. They feel that because they've lived in this country all their life, they are best qualified to speak to what goes on here. And they actually have no idea that beside, behind the facade of what they are shown through a combination of the TV and the media and the articles that they've been consuming all their life, that there is a completely different world. I always refer to it as the dark underbelly of the United States. There's a completely different world that exists beyond, I would almost call the public persona of America. So who America pretends to be when she goes out in public or when she's on TV is nothing like what God sees her. And in the sin series, the Lord is exposing things that many people that live in this country don't know about. Some people do know about it. But you will find that as you try to warn the people in your life, you encounter a lot of cognit cognitive dissonance, which is that they can't hear you. And the reason that they can't hear you is because their hearts and their minds are dull. The Bible calls it, make the heart of this people dull and shut their eyes because if their eyes were open, they would see, they would see and perceive if their ears were open, they would actually be able to hear on a spiritual level. When you are blinded in your eyes and dulled in your heart, it is impossible for you to receive content that has been spiritually revealed by the Lord. You will always say that it is a lie. You will also feel that it is much heavier than what you're able to bear. And this is because spiritual truths can only be carried by spiritually prepared vessels. 
If your heart and mind are not aligned with the spirit of God, you are unable to receive the things of the spirit and scripture say so that the carnal man is unable to perceive and receive the things of the spirit. And so as you try to warn others around you, they will say that you are lying. They will say things like, if this was going on, surely we would know about it. The news would have broken it. Um, the cops would have burst in on it. This would be everywhere. But I ask you, if this were going on and it were being protected by the very people you're expecting to expose and reveal it, what then? What will you say when these things are protected by the media, protected by the leaders, the politicians, protected by the very watchdog groups that are supposed to be protecting the most vulnerable what will you say if the Lord reveals that the enforcers of these things are actually those in power? How then will logic help you when those in power protect what they do? And I'm not saying that this is exclusive. I'm not saying that every single person in the upper echelons is doing this, but I am saying what then? When the Lord reveals that at the highest levels of government, media, entertainment, and everything else, there exists a club that partakes in things so heinous. And even at the very lower level, because spiritual sin at the head will always cause rot, even down, even down to the tail. If the head rots, the entire fish rots. So these things that I'm going to share today, not only happen at the top levels of society, but they're happening every single day behind closed doors. We saw in the media and the news that last year, when they put us into lockdown, abuse skyrocketed, but abuse didn't skyrocket in secret for the first time. It was actually able to be quantified how many people were calling 911 and how many people were having to run out of the home because for the first time abuse that was always covered up in the home spilled out because now everyone was home. When a man was beating his wife or sexually abusing his wife, the neighbor could actually hear it through the wall for the first time because the neighbor was at home and was able to call the cops or the neighbor was able to notice that a child was behaving strangely because that neighbor was at home and had time. And so a lot of the abuse that was covered up finally spilled out into the open. There was a lot of divorce because problems that were being masked could no longer be hidden and people separated under the force of the stress that the pandemic brought to us. And so as I go into this prophecy for today from July the 22nd, 2020, the title is Drowning and the Lord is revealing that there is a lot of child sexual abuse that goes on in the dark underbelly of America and quite a few international cohorts. The banner scripture is this, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. So God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. And this is Romans chapter 1, 28 to 29. And so please bear in mind that because this is the sin series, I've said over and over that the images will be disturbing and graphic. But when it comes to this particular 
this particular topic, I always say, there are those of us who are hearing these things for the first time. And the natural response is to feel shock, is to go into tears, is to say, oh, those poor children, I, I can't bear it and I can't bear to hear it. And then you turn your face away. And what I want to say to you is this. The victims that I will be speaking of, as the Lord shows them to me, are very little. So these are very little children. I've spoken of prophecies before, such as in the Immolators of Desire, where I said that God showed me sexual abuse to children, even ranging up to the late teens. So children who are not yet majors, they are 17 and 16 and 15 still being sexually abused by their parents. And you know that when a child is grown, the body matures and begins to look like the body of an adult. And so the Lord gave me visions where I saw older children being fully molested to the full extent of sexual molestation, which is not just touching, but their parents actually sleep with them. It's in this very USA, in fact, that cases usually burst out into the open. And then we find out that parents have been keeping their children in basements, sleeping with them and giving birth by these children for years. So God reveals those things, but God also reveals that very little children are abused. And I'm not saying that these things are not devastating because I see them with frequency. What I am saying is that there must be more of a response from us, the listener. We cannot just turn our faces in way and say, oh, this is so devastating. I can't listen. I always say that if the babies who endure this can endure this, the least you can do is honor what they went through by listening so that you can be properly informed. And so that when you go away to your prayer time, it's not just sobbing and this kind of emotional fleshly response where you've mostly feeling sorry for yourself and feeling sorry also for the children that they're going through, but you're not able to be of any practical use in praying for them and waging a good warfare for them. And so the way that this prophecy started out is the way that the Lord sometimes does it with me. I will see an image or I will see a thing either in my dreams or either in a vision and I will see it for a while. And I know that something is coming. I will share something at the end of this prophecy concerning that. And I hope that I remember. So the way this started off is I kept seeing a pool in my dream. It was showing in uh, sepia tones. So you know when a picture is all black and white or it's in blended tones of brown. So I couldn't tell really the age or the time that this pool was from, but I was seeing a massive swimming pool, Olympic sized. Sometimes it was filled with water and sometimes it had been drained for cleaning. And so I would see the pool for a few seconds and then I would wake up with no idea what it means and I would go back to bed. But this one time when the Lord was finally ready to bring the full prophecy, I saw the entire thing. I saw the pool and then I saw naked men lined up at intervals along the pool. So these men were lined up as if they were at the Olympics and they were about to have a swim competition. So they were bent forward. Um, I hope you, when a man is standing upright, he stands like this. But when the swimmers are ready to, to jet off, they bend at an angle. And so all these men were shown as wooden puppets. Sometimes when the Lord is showing particularly distressing content, he doesn't show it as it is. He shows it in a form that is easier to absorb. And I'm very grateful to him for that. So I saw all these naked wooden puppets and they were naked and they were bent like swimmers on their mark. And each one of them had their face turned towards me. So if I'm standing over there, they were all turned towards me and they had these big Pinocchio smiles. 
And on the private parts of each of this, each of these men, they held a small child and the child was stuck on their private part because they had the child and were anally abusing the child. So there was no movement. There was just a small child stuck on the private part of each man and they held the child firmly with both hands and they turned towards me like this and smiled. It's a very horrifying image. And so um, the only way to identify the nations that these dolls came from is because they had a competition sleeve. Now my leg is not in the frame, but a competition sleeve is basically that new trendy thing that athletes have. You can even wear it on your arm. It's a nylon sleeve and it's printed with the flag of your nation. And so if you're a runner, you're allowed to put a competition sleeve on your leg. And so when you're running, we can easily see, oh, this is Sweden, this is France, this is the United States, or this is the United Kingdom. So these are the competition sleeves that I saw on the legs of the naked men as they stood in their swim lanes. I saw Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom, Italy, Germany, and France. Now there were a few other countries, but I didn't recognize their flags on sight. And what I knew is that God is exposing the nations that are known for pedophilia. Now, when a nation is known for pedophilia, it's not going to be famously known as if you can go to Wikipedia and type in which are the famous pedophile nations, and then they're going to pop up and say, oh, Israel is a good destination to go to. When a nation is famous for a certain type of sin, it bubbles in the underbelly. It's a sort of black market currency where those who know, know, and those who have no clue will never know. So many people go to these European nations and many people come here to the United States and tons of people flock to Israel for a spiritual experience. And yet the majority of these people don't know that behind the facades of these nations, there is a bubbling black market that is trafficking in and trading in little boys and girls served up on the altar of flesh sacrifice for the gratification of grown men who get their kicks by abusing small children. The strange thing that I found, and I thought about it even when I woke up from the dream, is that many of these nations, people will reel in shock when they hear that God exposes these nations for these things. And this is because these nations keep an extremely clean front. No one would ever think that these things are going on. Now, I know that America is famous around the world, and a lot of people know that a lot of sordid stuff goes on here. But when you hear about places like France and Germany, you think these are the pillars of the EU, and yet the Lord named them. I'm just pointing this out so that it can be understood that when children are being abused, they're not always being abused in Asia. I know that that's a, that's a common mindset in the Western nations. Oh, it's only in Thailand and Burma that little children, and China, it's only those places that little children are abused. There are people being abused right here. There are people being abused in apartment buildings that sit on the street as you walk by and you have no idea that that entire apartment building is owned by one person who is using it for sex trafficking. You have no idea that inside that house where you often see cop cars go by, many young, very young, and too young boys and girls are being made to sleep with person after person after person against their will, 
taken from their parents, grown women snatched off the street, living in sexual slavery, and it's right on the street, and you think that normal people live there because you see people go in and out and think they must live there, and they don't. In some of these countries that I was shown, the Lord showed me that the kind of pedophilia that takes place in those places is pederasty. Pederasty is an old Greek practice of a grown man sleeping with a youth. So a young boy, somebody who's 13 or 14 or 15. So definitely not a very little child, but definitely somebody who's growing up. He also showed me that sometimes even much older people, people in their 60s and 70s, go out with people who are teenaged or 22 years old. Now, many will argue, oh, a 22-year-old or a 23-year-old, it is an adult. But the Lord showed that there is a lot of manipulation that takes place in these relationships because a man who is 60 or 71 definitely has lived almost his whole life and has a lot of tools at his disposal to manipulate the still young and budding emotions of a 19, 21 or 24 or five year person. The Lord made me know that this is the reason why you see a lot of ancient and aged men walking around with very young and budding people in these nations, both male and female. Nations like France, Germany, Italy, and even here are guilty of this. Pederastic love between adult and child. It gives the impression of two consenting parties, but the Lord says that this is absolute nonsense because even when a young person is growing, their full faculties are not with them. Understand that young people are capable of very powerful emotions. And when an older person begins to mentor them or help them or train them or show an interest in them because of their talents or gifts, young people tend to be very easily swayed and start to think that the feelings of gratefulness and affection they feel for the older person is actually love. It is not very long because before this spills over to matters of a sexual nature. And so if you've ever wondered why Lolita was such a popular book when it was written, it is because pederastic love, pederasty, which is a vestige of ancient forbidden Greek love, still with us today. However, the Lord said that the image of the male doll holding children in a posture of sodomy is him exposing the practice of child rape and sodomy in these nations. Child rape by men who should never be touching children in the first place. The dream changed again in a video format, and then I saw a different type of child abuse. I saw little girls in leotards with grown-up faces and hair, and they came out into an empty arena to compete. They did complicated leg maneuvers and arm maneuvers and dance moves, and then they stood in a pose, and then the next one would come out and do the same. The children looked very poised and elegant, but as I looked closer, I could see that they were extremely undernourished and tired. They were too skinny and they were all flat-chested, overworked, and extremely exhausted little girls. They held their poses and then the Lord began to put flags over the head of each competitor. These are the flags that I saw. 
Romania, Russia, Austria, Hungary, Communist Germany. So it probably means at a certain state in time, referring to East Germany and the nation of Latvia. These were the countries that appeared above the heads of the girls when it was an old video. So it was like I was watching an old competition video of gymnasts, and these are the nations I saw, Romania, Russia, Austria, Hungary, Eastern Germany, and Latvia. And then the images changed, and I saw much more glitzy clothing. So the kids came out in revealing leotards and swimsuits with amazing headdresses and very precise moves. Modern children, modern gymnasts, modern athletes, very young, also being abused. Two more flags appeared, China and Japan. And the Holy Spirit said to me in my sleep, pitiless perfection. And he was speaking about how harshly young athletes are trained and how they are treated in pursuits of sports gold by these nations. The dream changed again, and I saw the same pool from the beginning. A sack, a rough brown sack, was thrown into the pool with a child inside it. So it was just a rough brown burlap sack, and the mouth of it had been tied very strongly with twine. And there was a struggling child inside that sack. The sack was thrown into the pool and a group of adults stood around the pool watching for entertainment in silent observation until the sack stopped moving in the pool. In the next image in the dream, I saw a very a dark haired little girl of about only five or six years. She was wearing a white swimsuit. So definitely one of the athletes from before and she had a look on her face that was much too grown. I saw a man's hand wearing a wedding ring, and it came and rested over the little girl's private parts in a very clear gesture of ownership. I was amazed to see this. A grown man, either married but abusing a child of five or six years, or a grown man, the Lord is showing, who thinks he has a covenant of marriage, with a child of five of six years and definitely a sexual covenant because the hand rested over her privates. The image in the dream changed and I saw a line of pool chairs with naked men on them this time. So they were not shown as dolls. They were shown as real men. And each man was receiving oral sex from a child. Now the Lord did not show me the children as children. He showed them as little fishes. So I saw trout and salmon and hake. And I saw each of them was on the private area of a man through its mouth. And the fish was flopping around because it was dying. It was a terrible image to see. And the Lord made me to understand that this is the irony of sex abuse. Behind the children was the same pool. So I was watching fish die out of water. And as I watched the little fishes dying with available water behind them, I understood that the Lord was telling me this is the irony. Children are out of their element by what is done to them and what they are made to do. They are dying because the help they need is just a few feet away. There are children who are abused and they go to the same daycare as children who are not abused. 
And so they're playing, but the abused child is so dysfunctional. The abused child is right there with the little ball and with the computer games and with everything that he needs or she needs to help him or her be a child. And yet there is a gap so great that only the Lord God can bridge that gap. There is a gap so huge between the child whose innocence is preserved and the child whose innocence is being destroyed at home or being destroyed because the parents regularly put that child on social media with code words underneath to say the child is available from Wednesdays to Friday every week for this sum of money. If you do not know that these things happen in this nation, then I have no words for you. I have nothing to say except to say that they do happen. And on the day that the Lord God drags them into the light, you will be learning of things that are burdening the hearts of others in the kingdom of God, simply because you either refuse to believe them, you refuse to do the necessary research and educate yourself, or you actually and literally prefer to live in ignorance. And so this image of little fish being forced to give oral attention to grown men was the last thing that I saw. And then I was very glad to wake up from that dream. Sometimes we have to have a mirror held up to evil behavior. Sometimes it needs to be put bluntly on a YouTube channel or somebody needs to bluntly forward us something that we feel we can't bear so that we can become shaken up out of our stupor and realize that there are very real and very wicked things going on all around us. And so now I would like to pray this prayer that I wrote under the inspiration of the Lord when I was through transcribing this prophecy. It is called a prayer for abuse victims and those in captivity. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, in your great and your holy name, I raise up petitions and prayers for every hidden victim of this great evil. God, I pray for them with all my heart, and I ask you to give heed to these prayers and move swiftly, Almighty God, with your great and powerful sword to save and rescue those who are hidden from sight. Have mercy on them, Lord. Bring them out of captivity by your power. Use every method of your infinite greatness and resources to rescue and save them, Lord God. Break the invisible chains of satanic slavery that have caught, captured, held, and bound them, Lord. Let their captors be seen, noticed, discovered, reported, and exposed in Jesus' name. Let their crimes come to light, Father God. Let every ear hear it. Let their names be named and let their faces be put everywhere that all may know the evil that sleeps in them. Shame them, Lord. Expose what is done in the dark by letting it come to light. Let there be no place for them to hide anymore. Father, I pray for those who have suffered and are still caught in this evil net. Father, reach out and touch and comfort and heal and restore all those that have suffered abuse. Let them know your comfort, your healing, your love, and your restoration. Give back, Lord, what was torn from them, from them by the power of your Holy Spirit. For he alone engenders restoration like no one else can. Heal their minds, Lord, of what they were forced to see, of what they were forced to do. Remove every repeating evidence of abuse in them, in their minds and in their hearts by the blood of the lamb and renew them in their inner man so that they can have joy and peace. 
Heal their bodies of the imprint of abuse, Lord. The sickness, the cruelty, the abuses, the disease, and the brokenness that the enemy has foisted upon them, Father. Lord God, I ask you to have mercy. I ask you to move swiftly in vengeance, as Psalm 18 promises. Bring them out of the pit, Lord. Declare the day of salvation to them. Let them hear the good news. Bind up their broken hearts as you promised in Isaiah 61. Overturn these networks of evil, Father, and snare them and bring them to justice in Jesus' name. We rebuke the devourer of souls, Satan, away from these children. Lord, as one man, we call upon you. Move swiftly in Jesus' name. Bring these things to light, God. Bring them to justice and to a permanent end. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. This is the master's voice and this is celestial. I am bringing forth the dreams, the visions, the indictments, the charges that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to me to bring and make known to the nation of America first and then to all the nations of the world. I said in the beginning that sometimes the Lord will reveal a thing to me and he will show it repeatedly as he prepares to make something, make something known. So I will just share a few things that I've started to see with rather disturbing regularity. One of them is that I continue to see Kamala Harris speaking to Barack Obama. So they're sitting in a private room and they're speaking, but because the sound is turned off in the vision, I don't know what they are saying, but I continue to see these two people consulting with one another, past president, president 44, and the vice president of this nation, Kamala Harris. I also continue to see human teeth. Now this may sound like nothing, but I can tell you that if you will go in this channel and watch the two dreams, one is called the dream of the end of America and the other is called the walking dead. You might have cause for concern. I continue to see human teeth and extreme bite marks on flesh. This picture comes whether I am awake or asleep. And I will not say more except to say, if you watch those two videos and you don't understand what the Lord is warning us about, then there isn't much more that I can say. The Lord is taking us into very perilous times. And one of the things that the Lord has told me that I have said, and there are about four or five dreams to that effect, is the Lord has said that when we see Kamala Harris seated as the president of this nation, we should take heed to ourselves. We should know that we are in a time of woe because what is known as the great reset or the new world order has kicked off to full effect. That will be a time that we will progressively walk a path that America will wish. The Lord, will, the Lord has said to me that America's demise will not be quick. So to those who are thinking that bombs will fall tomorrow and we'll all be in the sea trying to swim our way to Kuala Lumpur or whatever it is, it's not going to go that way. The Lord said that the punishment of America will be slow. Her destruction will be methodical. She will have time to ask herself repeatedly, why did I cast off the Lord Jesus Christ? Why did I sin? This is what he says, that America will have time to mourn 
her sin, to mourn her hard-heartedness, to mourn being a nation that kills the prophets verbally and one day in real life. If you haven't been to the blog in a while, I suggest you go there because the Lord has given me a very, a very concerning series. And I've put that series off, um, up already. I worked really hard all weekend to put that up. It's not relevant to the sin series. And that's why I'm not making the videos for them now, but they are worth reading. Those new blog posts are worth reading. And they all end with the phrase in America, in America, they're pinned right at the top of the banner of the blog, the mastersvoice.com. You can't miss it until I see you again. This is celestial with the master's voice. There is one other thing. Last night in prayer. This would have been around maybe 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning, and this is why I did not put it up. The Lord spoke to me, and he gave me a passage of scripture that he's been giving me for the entire month of July. And God is letting you know, when you hear this video, the Lord said that he's letting you know what the standard of being saved and being helped by him in the day that he comes to judge America will be. The standard won't be whether you thought I'm telling the truth or not. The standard won't be whether you like my approach or my manner or not. The standard won't even be, oh, I'm testing the spirits and I didn't find her believable enough. The standard will be this. When he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but he did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But he who takes warning will save his life. This is Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 3 to 5. Sometimes the Lord makes me read the whole chapter, but last night he only gave me verses 3 to 5, which is basically to say that when a watchman has been sent to you to make known to you what things will be, that watchman is blowing a trumpet as the Lord's request. The watchman is making known to you that there is a sword coming. A sword is not a pleasant thing, and it's certainly not a blunt object, so I don't need to belabor the point. When a sword is coming against a nation, especially a nation that is as guilty as of many things as the Lord says this one is, the watchman is blowing the trumpet so that you will hear and first and foremost repent. It's not to hear and scatter. It's not to hear and say, why are these judgments so hard? It's not to hear and say, who are you anyway? The one response to the trumpet is first and foremost to repent and make sure that your life belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ so that in the day that the foundations of this nation begin to shake with one body blow after another, as the Lord says he will give America for the things that she does, such as what I've just explained in this video, and the things that she has done, stretching all the way back to her historical past. When those blows begin to land, the Lord said that the only people who will be saved are the people who know him by name, who know him by faith and who are found in his son, Jesus Christ. To the rest, there will be no 
absolution, no mercy and no escape. If I say these things of my own strength, then they won't come to pass and there's no need to regard me. But if the spirit of the Lord be the one that sent me to say these things, then I have read in your hearing that when the watchman sees the sword coming and he blows the trumpet and warns the people as I do hear tirelessly on the master's voice, but the people hear the sound of the trumpet and do not regard it or take it as a warning. If any sword comes and takes them away, their blood will be upon their own head. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. If you want to go to the blog, the URL is below. Everything concerning this ministry is below. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And until I see you again, goodbye.